And we're live. Good, good timing right there. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and stress and effect because I like listening to myself talk. You don't think that I do? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who listens to their own podcast when he's all done with it all? I do. I do. I, I actually, it's not just the podcast. I've got a other video series. I, I intentionally watch it on on YouTube because I can't be arsed to open up the folder that I've actually got the master file in for some stupid reason. I, it doesn't count as my v. Whatever. We're not talking about me. Partisans follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. Screw you, man. Screw you. If anybody asks, I'll actually tell you what it's all about, but that'll be that'll be for later because I don't need people going ahead and give me all kinds of crap for it. Show note, drop, drop, drop the name right there. And any credits, roll tape, we're good. Let me go ahead and introduce you who we got because uh, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna have a little bit of fun at everybody's expense. Top left hand corner, of North America, up there, Calgary Way, you know, where it still sucks, apparently, because it's not. I don't. I don't know how that song goes. Dallin, good evening. Hi. <laughs> to quote the mayor of this fine city, I have words. I have a lot of words that I can use, but I won't, because the words that really shouldn't be repeated in good company. <laughs> and yet you're refusing to use them around us. What does that say about the company you're keeping here? Uh, the fact that we're not at a power of ten yet. Ah, uh. soon. Soon, almost, almost, just down into the right a little bit, Midwest of the U.S., Bridget, good evening. Good evening. You didn't get any snow again, did you? Did no. you? Did you? Did no. you? No. Good. No. Okay. Just a lot of rain. Uh, speaking of rain, out uh, outside of D.C., where a lot of people are yelling and screaming and crying because, um, oh, there's, there's, there's reasons, so I'm going to sort of touch on that. Unrenowned Tech, good morning. Good morning. Happy Cinco de Mayo. In fact, I have come prepared. I brought my own packet of mayonnaise. Um, you you do realize May the fourth here. Yeah, and Party Pooper. Yeah. So, it's, so would tomorrow be Revenge of the Revenge of the Fifth, yes indeed. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, so the Star Wars fans that just, just for that, I'm not sharing any of my mayonnaise with you people. I my taste buds are thankful. Thank you. Moving right along, Bob and Bob and Bob. Yeah, we're not European. We don't care. Uh, uh, also, not in a in a in a close relationship with him. So I uh, I'm not in the middle of all this. You want to share your condiments with other people? That's perfectly fine. I don't particularly care hey, to. It's not like I brought a jar for crying out loud. You know. I would find that actually rather impressive if you could. And perhaps more than a little disturbing. It would be. It would yeah. be. And there's, I know for what, there's a lot of people who are just uh, cringing right about now. You're, you know who you are, and you're my people. Well, it, it would make a good Halloween costume. Just paint your face red. A <laughs> get wait, a mouthful wait, of wait. mayonnaise and go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 No, I, I know, I know, I know. Bridget is is making reference to Animal House, and you can't tell me any differently because we're not at a Power of Ten episode. Uh, she knows, she knows what she did. You know, know what you did. 
And behind that picture, I bet she's smiling like I a. Am. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you, you you sometimes get the feeling like no, surely, absolutely, positively, nobody can possibly get down further in the gutter than you know, the the, the three of us. And then there's Bridge. Yeah, hold my beer. <laughs> She's just as crazy as the rest well, of us. Well, she's out that way. You know, you'd expect it. Well, like I said, she's just as crazy as the rest of us, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. But Go I ahead. Could imagine, I could imagine that on a Halloween, you know, some kid has decided to do that stunt, shows up at the doorstep with the other kids. Everybody else is yelling trick or treat. The adults are standing there going, well, what do you have to say? And you go, pow. <laughs> yeah. Trick or treat. Yeah, but the, the trouble is somebody would find that offensive and then that would get onto BuzzFeed and then everybody would be screaming about it and then Halloween would be canceled because reasons. And of course, then you'd have that one person with the really filthy mind whose first thought would not be of a zit. <laughs> <laughs> that only was if you paint your face purple. Tech, <laughs> you beat me to it. I, I was like, should I say it? Should I say it? And now you went and said it. Thanks, because I have Bridget. no filter, man. I don't have a firewall between my brain and my mouth. Have you, you do. This? Just don't See, look up. Uh, you spell it like geo duck, but it's pronounced gooey duck. Don't don't. Yeah, and tech, you do have a firewall. The problem is it's on token ring, and who in the hell uses that anymore? Plus, it's not terminated. <laughs> you know, let's that's just all, leave this. An actual problem with token ring systems, folks. Yeah, you know, I was going to say, let's keep your scuzzy ports out of this. Okay, pal? You're welcome. So, hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Yeah, it's going to be one of those nights because uh, reasons. I'm not feeling so hot. Uh, I, I, I've I spent most of the day asleep uh, when I could because I, 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 I must have had something that didn't agree with me. So, I've not been really great all day. Uh, so, you know, whatever. I did have some coffee to kind of help me get through the rest of the show. And for those that are wondering, yes, I do have the famous orange drink in the uh, in the in the lunar cup, the one that says um, the fun has been doubled. So, mm. yeah, it's because I, I I needed something to keep my liquids up. I suppose that's probably a good. See, idea. I'm an asshole. I have Dunkin' Donuts coffee in a sheets mug. That's um it's tasty. I'll just say that that's just um evolving up, but that's just me. Of course, then again, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a Timmy's kind of guy, so you know just whatever. I'm close to the border. I I I I'm not from New York City anymore. So it's my thing. Anyway, so of course, as always. For those of you that are uh, partaking with us live, thank you very much. I enjoy chatting with us because we know for well is going to be a hell of a lot better than the last episode that I was listening to, which was the one where um, Evolution False was oh so much fun to listen oh, to. Oh yeah, that that special painful. Painful. Yeah, that was that was painful. Let me tell you, uh, yeah. listening back to it again, uh, I I listen to myself and i know that i try so hard to be like nice to people i don't want to be that guy i don't want to be the heavy and i listened back because you know i tried i tried so hard. you know what you know it was funny too um looking on facebook earlier today actually was it today or friday um 
of course, a friend of the show, Dave Foda, was posting, as is his want. <laughs> what? You know what you didn't do there. You didn't I know. Say his full name. But but I get. But again, I really yeah, okay, got a power okay. of ten. That's fair. That's fair. Anyways, uh, Mr. Foda uh, posted a thing, and it said, uh, PSAs, where are they? Are they all dead? And I was just about to say, you know, we had one of those charming individuals just a couple of weeks ago on the show. Because I'm pretty sure if um, if he could have gotten off his whole unity of nature bullcrap, uh, he probably would have tried to try to cite us. Mm-hmm. Can't say that he didn't. Or try, that is. Well, yeah, emphasis on try. I mean, uh, you see, there's a reason I try not to debate people like that. Because I have a very short fuse when it comes to temper. And meeting these guys face-to-face, yeah, words would not come very quickly to me. I'd be going for that quick cathartic hit of a part of my body impacting very hard with a part of their body. Yeah. I, 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 uh, again, I, know, where you, I know, I know where you're going I, yeah, and sure. I know where my brain was trying to take me in. Uh, yeah. No brain. no brain, not allowed. Nope. Yeah. No folks. There's, uh, there's not enough tequila in Mexico for me to do something like that. Yeah. Uh, to, uh, to paraphrase from, uh, uh, joking Luna Tumblr, which, by the way, we'll talk about Tumblr in a minute. Mm. Um, sister, sister, what's red and bad for your teeth? A brick. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna have to remember that one. <laughs> she's she's not wrong. No, it's not. It, a, a, a brick is very unhealthy for your teeth. Yeah. So it's paint. Uh well, the um. Well, if you're going well, that depends. If it's still inside the can, yes, yes. Especially if it's lead. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't not, use. They, I don't think they do that anymore. No, can if you add it. Yeah. Or if it's from a certain country. Mm, yeah, there's, uh, there's that. That's 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 really horrible to think about. Ooh. But it's true. Well, one would think that we would have evolved past the need for you know having to explain to people why lead paint is a bad idea um shujin i know i know i know you live in a war no okay i I, i'm gonna get into this one we live in a world where vaccines allegedly cause autism where science is suddenly disbelieved because it keeps changing as we uncover new evidence we are in the age of the idiot. It's not was, yeah, no, I, I was, I was giving enough, I was giving enough room afterwards to make sure that you had a clean, a clean part, because, because knowing you, you're probably going to go, oh yeah, I need to have a little bit of fun with this. You're, you're, you're probably going to go ahead and just go, yeah, let me, let me, let me tinker with that. Just let me, let me, <laughs> let me, let me sweeten that one up just a little bit. You know what? If these shows weren't so bloody long and it wouldn't and wouldn't take me a week to edit per episode, yeah, I probably would get in there with a fine tooth comb and have a little bit of fun with it. But uh, you know, about the most I've been able to do 
without losing my sanity is when we have to stitch two episodes together. Oh. I throw I throw in the infamous a few moments later um, bit <laughs> that I pick up on YouTube. Yeah, and I appreciate that. Hmm. Thank you. Anyway, so over in the live chat, by the way, uh, Sora, hi, uh, Stephanie. I know that you're over there. Uh, good luck with that whole um, pump of the brakes on the Brexit thing. Again, <clears throat> yeah, again, and uh, tripping. Hi. So yeah, we've got uh, we've got uh, we got stuff to talk about because uh, <laughs> remember, remember, kids, caps lock, otherwise known as the Cantor caps lock voice, is the speed control for cool. So keep that in mind because that's 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 where we're gonna be going in a world where no 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 not now not now so you know you're not allowed to do the old movie vote no you no no play nice or I'm gonna bust a caps lock on you really oh. you're, you're you're really gonna go ahead yeah. she's on a roll folks was it was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Yeah, the Germans didn't bomb Pearl Harbor. No, shut up, shut up. He's on a roll. <laughs> it ain't over now. Because when the going gets tough... <laughs> the tough, the tough gets some meat tenderizer. <laughs> see, uh, some, some people... See, classics, man. Some yes. people need, need the classics. Yeah. So... Jeez, the, yeah, yeah, I know. Go on, go on. Uh, I know, I know. If 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 only I could do the 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 D Day thing. I've tried over the years. Seriously, I've tried, and I've hurt my neck a lot. Some of you are really wondering right about now. Wait, didn't he say it's not a power of ten episode? What the hell is he talking? You, you, if you don't know the movie, you don't know what I'm talking about, and you think you're thinking the wrong thing. Warning you now. I had coffee earlier I, I warned you um just to try to keep myself going i'm now worried because have uh, you know three quarters through the show i'm probably gonna go ahead and nosedive and um this is not gonna be good great we'll see how this plays out yay we'll see anyway let me get everything started because uh stuff so with five minutes on the clock your five-minute freestyle starts right now. Responsibility, yeah. We'll we'll just leave uh we'll just leave Uncle Ben Parker out of this whole damn thing because you know it is what it is. Responsibility is one of those things that kind of comes from within. We impose it on ourselves, and by extension, society. We extend it to others. We expect that people should have the wherewithal to have the responsibility of dealing with society at large in a good way. And good is, of course, always subjective because, you know, what's good for some isn't always good for the other. And, well, the responsibility part is trying to figure out where that line is, what you should do versus what you shouldn't do, what you could do versus what you shouldn't do. And it, it's all it's all a whole bunch of gray trying to figure out what it is. And it all stems from the gray matter. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm harping on the gray because there are many, many, many levels of gray in where responsibility is. It's very rarely cut and dry responsibility, not gray matter. The biggest thing is trying to figure out what 
should someone do? And like I said, we impose it on ourselves first. That's our what's typically referred to as the moral compass, what we think that we should do. And by extension of that, we impose that onto others collectively, societally. Sometimes it's social pressure. Sometimes it's more codified as law. And when we see someone not owning up to the responsibility as we see it, what we think should be done, there is a certain level of outrage that happens. And we kind of have to take a step back a little bit once in a while and go, okay, why do I think it's the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do, conversely? And sometimes that's a hard question to answer because, like I said, it starts from inside of ourselves to try to figure out what is important to us. There are responsibilities that we have seen in non, forgive me for wording it this way, non-sentient creatures. And I, I say that because there are other living entities on this planet that we don't think of as sentient the same way that we think of ourselves as sentient, like, well, we've talked about it before. Rats, for instance, who have shown the capacity for empathy, for doing helping others and sharing we've seen it in other primates we've seen it in human infants who have the capacity to see when something is otherwise unjust or unequal in treatment with others so what happens when we get older we have society, we have laws, we have codified, accepted ways of behaving for one another, to one another, for our own. Do you go ahead and steal somebody else's, if you can even use the term, parking space because they are held up for a couple of seconds with other people who are walking through the parking lot? Yes, no. Some would say hey, it's not my fault they got stopped. Others, like myself, would say, yeah, they were here first. It's only fair. You know, whatever. I can get another spot. Not a biggie. There are others that would, you know, say, just run over the idiots that are walking in a parking lot. I mean, it's parking lots for a car, right? Yet we don't usually associate with them because hopefully they're somewhere locked up safely and secure away from everybody else. But what if it's something that's far more wide-reaching? People who intentionally flaunt the status quo, the codified laws, the socially accepted, the items where we have said as a society over time, this is the way that you're supposed to do it. You're responsible to follow this because it's for the benefit of all. What do we do with the people that say, I don't want to. That's then our responsibility to hold them to that standard. Because if they won't do it for themselves, if the responsibility should be there because it's for the greater good, especially for the greatest good, we need to do that.
as an aside, if you're wondering, was that all about the political structure over here in my country? Don't forget, there are five-month-old infants that have to deal with whooping cough and measles. No, it's not always just about my country's political dumpster fire. Dog at 259, your honor, caps lock is shortcut for winning. Yeah. You know, we've, we've, we, every once in a while, we end up, uh, we end up dealing with uh, people online or in person where we have to kind of try to explain to them, you know, just because you can shout doesn't mean that you're right. And just because I don't doesn't mean I'm wrong. Yeah. This isn't exactly the whole, how do you construct an argument, but more along the lines of, you know, there are orders of operation and you don't have to use 14 exclamation points. Yeah, there are ways of getting your point across without needing to do that. As usual, I did go looking in the news for information about Reef Badawi. There's nothing directly related to him currently that I've been able to find. Uh, I did go through some different channels to try to see if there was anything new there's there's not there's just stuff that's tangentially related to him as an example as to what other stuff has been going on and calls for him to be released because it would be in the best interest of Saudi Arabia but unfortunately uh, at this time we have no new information directly so as of the recording of tonight's show it has now been six years 10 months 19 days since Rafe was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes our hopes, our thoughts are still with you and your family. We're still waiting. So, you know, uh, once upon a time, there was there was a meme that went around that, you know, caps lock is is the cruise control for cool. I don't remember if that was a 4chan thing or if that was a BBS thing or whatever the hell started it. But, you know, nothing nothing turns my stomach more when I'm trying to talk with somebody and uh, yes, I will use lead speak of, of talking with somebody because, you know, typing away and making posts back and forth online, you know, Facebook or Twitter, whatever the hell it might be. Usually Facebook, because I love doing that. I really do. Um, I, I really get sick and tired of the people that say, I'm just going to go ahead and hit caps lock and I would just scream across the internet at people to get my point across to show that I'm, I'm vociferous. There's a word for you for today, folks. Vociferous. I don't even remember if I've got it right. I don't care. It sounds right. feels right. But I, I, I don't, you know, I don't know sometimes what to do when it gets to that point because I, you guys know how I am. I try really hard not to piss off people. Inevitably, I end up doing because there's some people that, well, um, don't want to listen to reason. Imagine that. And yeah, I am a little bit full of myself sometimes. Sorry, Italians kind of kind of par for no, course. Actually, I'm going to disagree with you on the Italian part. Oh no, I am Italian. No, no, no. That that I I know, but but that. I've got the back hair on my shoulders to prove it. Uh, You're welcome. I don't need to be drinking any more coffee. I have a webcam. I have a YouTube channel. 
I have nothing better to do with my day. This is the, this is the, these are the ingredients for the cocktail of self-importance these days. Um, I feel I'm very called out right about now. Just a moment. You know that. Uh, just a moment. All right. I, now, what I'm All saying right. is that now there are people who make a living off of YouTube. There are video, well, yeah, there are video game let's players. There are video game reviewers. There are vloggers. There are live streamers. There are people who do science experiments to show off really cool things, um, which are really cool, I might add. There are people who debunk certain things. There are other people who LARP as movie critics because they, you take one look at them and like, yeah, these guys will never get a job. Um, <laughs> there are a few people. They have an opinion. Uh, yes. And unfortunately, and that's I have all. an asshole. Yeah. So, yeah, you've got something in common with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this is my, what it is. My beard's better, though. Yeah. I, I get to, suddenly I get the feeling you and I know exactly who we're talking about. We just won't name them. <laughs> I'm right. Here. No, not I'm you. Right. I have seen a few. Why does everything have to be about you, Shujan? It's not, you know what? It's not, it's not, you know what? Fine. It's not about me to me. You're right. It's not. Really, we're, we, can, we no. actually are not referencing you seriously. No, because okay, look, we get on this show and we we just bullshit. You know, yeah, we have a few things to say. Some of us come from from backgrounds where we have experience in certain areas. You know, our erstwhile absent uh, companion Joey, who's still got, working on his stuff. He is, yeah. I I saw his post earlier, but I mean, mm -hmm. he's got the military background. He's got a lot of knowledge about things like the second amendment and things like gun culture and gun safety and all of that. So when we tackle that issue, it's great to bring him in. Whenever we talk medical, we've got Bridget. She comes from a medical background. You and I, Shujin, we're systems people, tech, I guess you're, yeah, well, the three of us are, are you know, we're, we're tech ads. I, I, I'm, I'm the Swiss army knife of the group in terms yeah. of systems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course, Shujin, you and I, uh, two of the things, or one of the things we both bring to this show is mileage, wisdom from just, no, from living. That's what I'm saying. The, the odometers, our odometers are a little bit higher than some because we remember what this planet was like before the internet took over. So I remember... Uh, uh, some of it before the internet took over. And I also remember the beginnings of the internet. Yes. You know, yeah. but I remember my first bulletin board system. I remember yeah. the first time I was able to get my buddy to instruct him to actually make it so that he could uh, answer my computer's call with his computer mm -hmm. so that we could both play uh, video games together. And, yep. you know, which was unheard of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I know. But, but, but that's what I'm saying is like, okay. And yes, there is a bias because this is our show, but there are a lot of people out there that really, you wonder how the hell they're making any money at all, because all they seem to do is either bitch about themselves or bitch about somebody else on the internet. And it's like a gigantic playground where everybody is just verbally sniping at each other. You know, there's takedown videos, there's response videos, there's responses to the response videos, there's 
Oh, and then <laughs> remember, it's not you don't for people who have men, m m m made their channel profitable through mm -hmm. uh, um, advertisements and such. Mm -hmm. It's not about whether or not the viewership actually agrees with them or likes them. They just have to watch the channel. And in many I, cases, they don't have to watch the whole video. Oh, no. I, they I, just I, have to see the start of it. No, I, I get that. But the, the other thing I was going to bring up was uh, something that I ran across. And it was really too bad because I watched a guy. There was a guy. He was a bit of a comedian online. Uh, he used to do some really good videos that were very well edited. And he got into um, live streaming. Basically, it was stuff like this, but much less tame. And it became what is known as internet blood sports. You guys heard of this stuff? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Wow. But I can I, imagine. I, I feel from the name alone. I can imagine. Well, okay. So just imagine a handful of shitlords with differing opinions, all getting onto a live stream together and absolutely screaming their heads off at each other because of different ideals, different opinions, different anything. And it actually, it, it got to a point where, one guy who claimed to be, I think it was an MMA star, or not a star, but an MMA fighter, challenged another guy on, on, this, on one of these live streams to a real-life fight. Mm. The, the challenged showed up. He spent six months in training. He showed up at the Octagon. It was going to be a, a special fight at a particular MMA show. The challenger never showed up. I'm not surprised. Uh, that destroyed his career on the internet. But, but, but this is the thing. This is where this self-importance comes from: is that you think you're so awesome just because? Hey, look, you know, I, I got a few likes on my video. I feel validated. Switching gears. Um, I just heard recently, I think it was Instagram. It, yeah. Instagram is reworking themselves. They're actually getting rid of the like button in the program and on the app hmm. because too many people, uh, allegedly, uh, too many people are validating themselves based on the number of likes they get for a, for a photo. So like if I took a picture of a cupcake I made and if I got, no likes, I would allege, you know, if I was one of these people, I would feel, you know, well, nobody likes me. I should just go kill myself. You know, whereas if I got a couple of three likes, it's like suddenly I'm, I'm worthy. I have never been happier than having gotten rid of Facebook. Yeah. Again, and it wasn't because I was, ex the thing was, is I never paid attention to the likes. Mm -hmm. That wasn't, the thing, you know, I wasn't, I, 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 I wasn't a whore for the like button. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, if, if I want to feel good, I'll go, go, go eat a bunch of mozzarella sticks or something that that's my feel good drug right there. Yeah. Right Food. up until you finish them. Yeah, exactly. Then I have to order a second round No, <laughs> Make it hot. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> All jokes aside, um, the part that 
used to drive me nuts with Facebook was uh, the lack of fact checking. I mean, granted, I was guilty of my a few times. I had a few emotional responses, mm. and then I corrected myself and I, I made sure you know all the people who could see the original outburst could see the correction and everything else. Yep. But for the most part, m- most of my responses didn't usually delve down that road. And I didn't have my Facebook opened up the whole world. I had my Facebook open for to limited people. Mm-hmm. And these are people who are actually either in my life through like the show or games or work or family or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, wait a minute. You don't sound like this when I talk to you in person. Why the hell do you sound like this on Facebook? You don't go and make these bold, generalized statements in person, but you make them on Facebook. It's like as soon as you get something where it's kind of a degree of separation between you and the person you're talking to, you become a completely different idiot. And it's, you know, granted, again, guilty as charged. I've done it a few times. I've had my learning years also uh, in terms of like video games and trash talking and shit. And, um, you know, I had to break my son of the habit of it pretty early on. But, you know, people have this idea that it, it, it's something psychological where I can do this without a repercussion. I'm going to go do it. But they don't realize is that there are repercussions. They're just not acknowledging it. You know, this sounds okay. We've fallen. We've heard this this argument before from uh, religious people. Were it not for God, you know, they'd all be out raping and pillaging. This feels like a microcosm of that. You know, I I have this security of the of somewhat anonymity on the internet. Uh, therefore. I, I don't have something watching over me ready to do this, so I can go and do what I want. You know, it's like we, we almost need an internet Jesus for these people. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 oh, I feel I bad. No, I feel bad for saying that, but, you know, it, it honestly sounds like some of these religious wackaloons are right in that there are people out there that unless they have that caller be it spiritual, physical, or otherwise, once they're off the chain, they are, it's bad. Well, it's wait a very second. bad. You just reminded me of something. There was a psychology experiment some decades ago. Uh, Bridget, I don't know if you would necessarily remember this one offhand, but uh, there, there was a psychology experiment to try to find out how people would react to various questions about what they should do, what they shouldn't do. And they, they based it off of if there was nothing, nothing otherwise in the room versus if there were pictures of people looking at them in the room to find out if there was any kind of uh, subconscious um, drive for people to think, to, to, to act differently if they thought somebody was watching them, so to speak, D- does that one ring a bell for you? I- I- I'm pretty sure I'm remembering this one, right? Uh, I don't remember it, but I would think that having pictures of faces looking at you probably would influence your behavior. So to that end, really awkward, <laughs> but yeah. you know, 
Yeah, and that's why I'm I'm, I'm just suddenly think I it that one just kind of pinged in my head, and I'm now I'm wondering that whole. You know, if I if I didn't have God watching over my shoulder, I wouldn't be. I, I'd be out there raping and pillaging it. I'm kind of wondering if that's kind of part and parcel of that. Well, yeah. people think that that's what it should be because they've always got somebody watching. Big Brother's always watching over your shoulder. But yeah, that, that thought used to creep me out though because. Well, because you were normal. Well, I mean, like when, you know, when I was in church and all that, when I was younger, I would get really creeped out about the thought of, oh, my God, Jesus is watching me pee. Yeah. He, he, what is it? <laughs> no, no, no. No, hold on. There, there's, a, there's a saying that Arn Ra uses. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good and when you masturbate. Yeah, like he, he's he's said that one a few times in his speeches. Bring you know, the devil's doorknob right there. Uh, but but you know, there's um, look at That's that movie. You go in the back door. Yeah, well, look at that movie, The Purge. Mm -hmm. You know that, that there is, is an experiment. Like, okay, so for 24 hours, there are no laws. It, it's a, it's a chance for people to just you know blow off steam from all the repression and oppression they feel. And, you know, maybe get back at somebody. Now, a free for all. Yeah. So, but think about it. In, in modern society, if they were to have a day like that where they said, you know what? We're staying. Well, now you see, I, I think this. And I remember watching on the news. I was, I was a kid when this happened. The police department and the fire department of a city went on strike for i think it was a couple of days that city tore itself apart so i have to wonder we talk about you know be good or else this will happen and that sense of self-entitlement you know the like the only reason I'm being good now is because there's a chance I'll go to jail or a chance I'll get fined. But lift that off of them and suddenly nobody can tell them what to do anymore. And I think that's where a lot of this comes from with, with the internet is that they have that sense of freedom that they can go in, do and say whatever they want. They can be as much of an absolute grease stain on humanity as they want without fear of any real consequence. The, so well, at that's one point, the, you know, at, at first, but now there are consequences, but. So at <sighs> one point I was talking with a family member, extended family member mm -hmm. about one of my dogs and her obediency. Uh, how just how well she listens to what's being said and acts upon what's being asked of her. And the relative said, yeah, but you know, one day when you've got that leash off, that dog's going to remind you just how much of an animal it really is. And at the same time, human beings are animals. 
what is our leash? What what do we have as a proverbial leash? We have our societies that we build. We have the laws and rules that we maintain and update and change or obliterate as necessary. Sometimes not fast enough. Sometimes too fast. Well, what happens when you stop using those? It's like taking the leash off. You know, you may have trained your dog or your cat or your alligator or your pet pig or whatever it is that you have to stay put, to heal, to behave themselves. But when that animal instinct kicks in and that squirrel goes flying by or that mouse or whatever it is that triggers them and you don't have that leash, they're gone. Critical thought is supposed to be our leash too. Yep. True enough. And by the way, so that everybody understands. It seems that much of humanity is not using it. Good morning. Sorry I'm late. No worries. (laughs) Wait, you're pregnant? No. Uh, Oh, you're late to the show. Sorry about that. Yes, as in the late Mm, Dent Arthur Dent. You're welcome. Well, as loath as I am to quote Penn Jillette, because I just don't care for him as a person because he's been nasty to me. Um, I've already raped and killed everybody that I wanted to, and that's been exactly zero people. Yeah, and you see, there are a lot of people who would who would say, "Well." Why aren't, you know, what's stopping you? And then they would say, well, God is stopping you. Like, well, no. No. And if the only reason people are not raping and killing and pillaging is because they think that God is going to punish them, that they're not very good people. Right. And scare me. Yeah. Animals. But I think that is, and that kind of ties back to what we're talking about here with uh, the whole caps lock thing is that, as soon as there is no longer the threat, the, the imminent threat of repercussion for your actions, then on the internet, you can be as much of a jackass as you want because what is, is somebody that you yelled and screamed at in a video game, 1200 miles away, are they going to drive to your town, knock on your door and beat the living teetotaling hell out of you? But why would you want to yell at them? Because you can. But why? Why would you want to? They're just be- no, because you've spent... No, be- well, not only that, but because you've spent so much time under the thumb of some kind of authority, be it religious or, you know, the law, <clears throat> and you feel personally repressed because self-entitlement, you know, how dare you do this to me? I should be free to do what I want. Suddenly you, you're given are you, suddenly are you, you're given that freedom. Are you speaking th- for yourself or are you imagining you're are you speaking no. for others? I'm just I'm just throwing an example out there. Yeah, I know, but I mean you really so have to put person yourself who's acting out why they would do that. Uh, yeah. Why what, what motivates them to do that? I mean, um Okay, so you're in a you're in a multiplayer would you video. Do that kind of thing. Me, no. Okay. I, why? Honestly, wait, wait, wait. I Wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you go you have to that, think about oh, it. Hold, hold, I mean, hold, hold on. the difference is. Okay, see, b- before you go on. I answer your own question. Okay, see, you're this is this is this is me, the host trying to get you to stop Sorry a second. So I can't hear you, up. Susan. Well that's I have to go and come back, I think. Uh, <laughs> you can't can you can you hear me now? No, okay, can you can you do um sign language maybe? 
Yes, I can scrub your piss. Does that work? Let me turn that for you. I saw that one coming. (laughs) No, okay. Okay, I'm gonna gonna be all the way back. Yeah, but I love it how that you know, for those of you that are listening right now and don't have any idea what it is that I just did, I, I, as I mentioned before, I'm Italian. You can kind of figure it from there. For those of you that don't know what this one is, you need to go back to Shakespeare. For those of you that don't know what this one is, go back to Brooklyn. For those of you that don't know what this one is, go back to grade school. For those of you that don't know... uh, Quit while you're ahead. (laughs) Quit while you're ahead or I'm going to have to hit you over the head with a 4chan board. Good luck on that. Actually, what I was was actually trying to get him to, to... explain oh can you hear me now oh great guru you calling me a guru good <laughs> yes <laughs> okay guru of what guru okay of so the I, I was i was making a reference to an old cartoon series uh, fantastic voyage 1969 don't worry if, about it if anyway. you start looking like mike myers i'm out of here no okay so yeah. what i was what i was wanting for you to uh to kind of back up to was ask well, crap! We've completely lost all the uh, uh, the okay the context to it all at that point. Okay, let me reframe this. All right. So, you're playing a game like Fortnite. You've got people on there who are, and I've I've borne witness to this because uh, one of my roommates used to play a lot of these multiplayer battle royale type games. Uh, um, 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 is the word going to be immature? I'm not sure because okay. no, like, so there are these people trash talk and if they get shot by somebody else in the game, they tend to throw a bit of a fit. That is to say they yell, scream, uh, punch knives through desks. And yes, I'm talking about a former roommate of mine. There are people that do this. And then there are other people that see that and then they start, you know, goading them, egging them on. Because what are you going to do? Are you going to come to my house and beat me up? Now, Joseph was asking, like, why, why do, like, do I do that? The answer is no. Why? Because perspective. To me, it's a game. Or it's a, a a reply to a post I make on Facebook or some other forum. You're on to something there. It's perspective to me. It's In, knowing what's real and what's not. Exactly. And, and the if thing you don't is, use your cynic, if you don't use your critical thought, um, it's harder. Yeah. It's really hard to make to draw a dividing line. Yeah. But now to follow up on on uh, Bridges' point about the whole rape and murder and pillage which people would allegedly do without God. Again, here I am, not really a believer, but I'm not out there raping and pillaging. And I think part of that has to do with upbringing. You know, yeah, I grew up in a religious household, but not fire and brimstone religious. I was brought up to be a good kid, because my parents wanted me to be a good kid. And if I had kids, I'd be teaching them to be a good kid. 
it all, I, I think a lot of it depends on how you're brought up. Where your value is. Well, but the thing is, a child has no sense of value. They have to have that taught to them. I was about to say instilled, but then that gets a little indoctrination-y. Yeah. They, they do, but... Well, yeah, okay, they, they have the basic, like, survival and all of that, which, you know, everybody has. It's the lizard brain or whatever. Mm. But the, the superego, the societal... Um, the societal pigeonhole, that's something that they cannot instinctively know. That's something that they would have to observe in their surroundings and do their best to emulate. And then I think, I think from that becomes the ego. I think it's a, when you're a kid, you know instinctively why, you know, you, you shouldn't kill and then um, our upbringing actually corrupts that, you know, I, instead of uh, sticking or developing that basic instinct or just developing that basic knowledge, instead they put something else in its place, which means, okay, you're, you don't kill because or else, and it becomes something completely else. And then the kid, sorry about that. No, I, I was going to say, I, I don't know so much about the uh, instinctively knowledge about killing. There, there does seem to be instinctive knowledge of equal treatment. Mm. And, and, oh, wait, and, oh, there's a huge difference between other humans and uh, animals. So um, True. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Uh, agreed. Agreed and granted. But mm. even, for, even for human infants, we have we have been able to see that for infants there is already in place uh, several months into you know after birth of being able to recognize um unequal treatment i guess is probably the best way of putting it uh, mm -hmm. un unjust treatment and being able to tell the difference between um who is a better actor versus not specifically with um the Punch and Judy type um, puppets being able to see who's who's good, who's not, because those people that remember Punch and Judy, you know, one had a stick and literally hit the other one, and they recognized that that was a bad actor, even though it was a you know not a non entity, but the they recognized the character was a bad actor. It, knowing how that is so as far as to um we having some instinctive knowledge of some right and wrong actions yes the permanence of death i don't know is quite as instinctive but i don't know that you're necessarily wrong either just that that's not one that i don't I, I don't know that that's one I really want to experiment on. Who person like death? You you were you were you were mentioning about death and killing. Oh, um, oh, the permanence of death. Um, yes. As yeah, again, there's a huge difference between oneself, other humans, and uh, animals, even instinctively. 
Yeah. One's not aware of their own mortality, actually, when they're young. But you'll find the kids, um, even without any education or instigation, they will share with others. Fair enough. Uh, by the way, uh, Stephanie is pointing out for you, uh, if you think not killing is instinctive, if, wait, if you think not killing is instinctive, Other you've had... Was my You've had too little experience with children. Uh, yeah, so like, like I said, the, the object... Per is object permanence the right catch? That's why I clarified either. Uh, that's why I clarified after. Um, there's no, a huge, no. huge difference between humans no. and animals. No, I got you. I got you. It's just uh, it, 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 trying to organize timing on all this is, is a, a, a little weird on me. For some moment. strange reason, kids see other humans as real quote-unquote real but they don't see animals as you know things different things they recognize as something similar to themselves they they see as real and everything else is just uh, a concept until a certain age until the critical thoughts kicks in yeah if it the, ever does yeah the the sentience part and that's yeah i'm with you yeah but and I think a lot of it too is that um, having the the sense of anonymity that the internet provides for a lot of people, I think helps to suspend a lot of that critical thought where they can just go out and say whatever they want and without thinking. And then when someone challenges them on it, it's a personal affront. It's uh, it, it's suddenly a threat it's, to their existence. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. It's, they perceive it as a threat. Uh, and you'll see that pattern everywhere. Yeah. Uh, even in, you know, um, you know, believers who are being challenged, who are having their beliefs yeah. challenged and things. It's their survival method. Yeah. And the really bad thing is now with, with the internet and the fact that you can post, you know, um, turnips are the spawn of Satan. Well, you're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm going after the, yeah, I'm, I'm going. I happen to like with, turnips. Made yeah. Well, super. but you're, you're also, you're also full of Jews. So, you know, but, but what I'm saying is that if I believe that and I came up with theories and everything behind it, there are probably, you just look at the law of averages, how many millions of people are on the internet per day. And of those millions, how many other people might share my view? Do you know what I'm dealing with now, actually? Uh, mm. It's funny that you're on that topic. Um, if you go to Wikipedia, look at state atheism, look at the talk page. Uh, we have um, a bunch of evangelists there who are basically uh, using the web to spread their, their, their attacking a straw man you know, state atheism, the the apologist argument where they try to say that atheism, you know, the communist regime like Soviet mm -hmm. Russia and Hitler and everything is because atheism. Well, they've created um, a page on Wikipedia <sighs> yeah. about that. And if you go through the talk page and me and other people, several people have tried to reason with them and they mm -hmm. just won't do it. It's just not possible. It's not there. They have yeah. to parrot this message that they were given. Um, they think it's a matter of survival. Yeah. Uh, two quick things, by the way. Um, 
well, I'm obviously I'm going to have to uh, pull up that page so I can check it out and see if I can uh, put it into notes. By the way, uh, Trippin, thank you. The psychological explanation for when you feel like you're being watched. Apparently, there was a paper. Uh, I'm assuming that's that's what you're referencing. Uh, July 18. Yeah, I see that 2017. The cut by Susie Nielsen. It might be a book, might be a paper. I'm not quite sure. I didn't get the chance to look it up, but I'll I'll, I'll look that up in a little bit. But I do know that there there was a a, a thing for that one also. Um, and as far as to the uh, the sympathy and empathy in other animal species for the life permanence or or lack of uh, had uh, had Trippin had also said many animals mourn their dead. How long did the whale push around its dead calf? Um, I think it was approaching two weeks. Yeah. And yeah, you know, and, and, and to, to kind of steer this a little bit, a little bit closer onto where, where I'm trying to, where I'm trying to get to, we know that the sympathy is out there that, you know, these, the the understanding that there are other life forms out there that we're not the, doing the whole matrix thing and you know we we share reality with every other living creature but we seem to be one of the few that actually goes out there. all right other than cats because cats are assholes who go out there and will intentionally pick a fight with each other for no other reason other than pride. Imagine threat. That's why we do it. There are, imagine, there's always a reason. It, it's, sometimes it's imagined um, somebody thinks they're not, uh, that they're sub-human or something like that. They need to prove themselves, but what they need to prove themselves to is another question which means you have to prove themselves to somebody to say, I am not a minor or whatever. But well, where do they where do they get that? What are they comparing to? And that's what they get from greater society. But why do they depend on that? Yeah. Uh, to compare it to is because they survive by imitation. It always goes down to yeah. this. Well, Shujin, thing. Let, me, uh, let me throw this one at you. It's uh, an example you may find relevant, uh, given your musical tastes. All right. There's a song by Phil Collins called both sides of the story not specifically familiar with it but okay okay it's one of his later later songs there's a line in there about a man being held at gunpoint and the guy with the gun asks the guy would you respect me if i didn't have this gun in your face because before i had this gun i had no respect i'm, I'm paraphrasing a little bit here okay but that's the other thing too, is that, and you know, you know, let's, let's take a mob turn here. Why'd you shoot him? Cause he disrespected me. You know, it, it could be just something as simple as someone gives you, someone gives you a bad look, you know, there, there's no context behind it. I was like, you know, no, how, how dare you disrespect me? Isn't that a reflection on them? more than you no no it is it is it, it is definitely a reflection on that again but it comes back to that 
self-importance, that feeling of personal invulnerability. Again, we come back to you understanding that their way of looking at you is a reflection on them more than you and right. other people not understanding that. Yeah, but yeah. you see, I, I can understand that. And all those are the people who react, and those are the people who need to go out and yeah. correct, I mean, quote-unquote. I, I, can, I, can I can understand that all I want. But the the second I run I run afoul of one of these people, yeah, sure, it's a reflection on them. But they're still going to beat the crap out of me, you know. Yeah, the, this critical thought is not helping my ass at all. <laughs> no, that's 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 a big problem. But that's also another one because I mean, the question is about why would why would people do that in the first place? Let's let's uh, let me let me give you two pieces in in answer to this one because one of them is. One of them is actually rather lighthearted, sort of. Another one is very, very, very much not. And I'm gonna get, I'm gonna hit that one first. The whole um, people getting on your shit because you know, would you respect me if I didn't have this gun pointed at you? Um, I can't tell you how many videos I've watched recently over the last couple of months. Recently. Of people who have been videotaping, I know nobody uses videotape, shut up, their interaction with the police here, and I don't mean the music group, where police officers throw an absolute shit fit, wanting people's IDs and etc., etc., ad nauseum, giving them crap because they yelled at them or they felt literally for one of them they use the term disrespected as if that's some kind of legal term i'm pretty sure yeah yeah and here in the united states the first amendment and it came down to the it came to the supreme court literally the the top federal court for them to go ahead and say uh yeah if if you're a police officer and a citizen calls you anything they call you a pig they call you a murderer they call you whatever yeah you can't do anything about that because they're allowed to do that and you don't have a choice in the matter because um well you don't have a choice in the matter because that's the way the that's the way the law works now here's the thing we have this wonderful ability that when somebody says something nasty about us Okay, so let's say um, somebody comes up to me and says, I think you're a murderer. And then starts going around telling everybody that I'm a murderer. Okay, I can choose to act on that, but not by going over there and punching the son of a bitch. No, instead, I can bring the person up on charges of slander. You, 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 but could. I have to demonstrate that they've hurt me some way, shape, or form with what they've said. Now, if they said it to a bunch of random people, those people I have no interactions with, nothing's come of it, slander charge is going to go out the window. However, if they said to a bunch of people that I work with on base, people who can make decisions that could make or break my career or could get me fired, and something like that does happen, then I can bring them up on charges of slander. If somebody walks up to a police officer and says, hey, you're a murderer, walks away, and that's it, right? Okay, they've stated an opinion. It may not be correct. They may not like it, 
but they haven't killed their career. They haven't gotten their boss to fire them. And that's that. If on the other hand, they say and point, you know, point at the police officer, go, that police officer's a murderer and a mob attacks the police officer because of what they said. <sighs> there you go. You've got you've got several items over there. Uh, before yeah, that, that's a lot more than slander at that. Yeah, point. But yeah. you see, no, like if, if the mob attacks, then it's assault, and then the police are free to exercise their authority. That's assault. That's uh, inciting a riot. Yeah, at uh, that, that point, is a the whole bunch of different not things. the gun of choice that they're going to be picking out. Sadly, <sighs> yeah, uh, two. No, not sadly. Okay, if they're inciting a riot, no, no, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, it's fair game. No, 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 you're, you're, yeah. you're right. I'm, I'm saying sadly because that should not happen. No, it should, no, no it, I, I mean, right, it should not happen. You're right. You're right. Because the people sh who are hearing this other person accusing this police officer of murder, rather than getting the emotional response that's creating the riot, should instead be going, okay, well, you say this police officer is a murderer. Where's your evidence? Yeah. Yeah. My, my point is vigilantism is, uh, is, is right. a bad thing. Now, going on with that uh as an aside by the way trippin had said uh what happened to the training of the police force uh i'll i'll get to that i'll get to that in a little bit because there's 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 a thing with that I really but think we should have the military other, uh do the training it, well that mm, no and I'll, uh, again later i'll explain why later the other part of it that uh, that i was thinking of Dallin, when you were asking me this was the Incredibles syndrome. Okay. See, you didn't give me respect before, but now that I'm a threat, now you respect me. Yes. And see, that's a misconception. Because it's not respect. It's, it's fear. Simply, it's fear. fear. It's, it's protection. It's survival. It's Bridget. Perfect. Um, what will people do if they are in a situation that they cannot extract themselves of and they have fear for their life, as in a simulated drowning? Um, they will fight back. And if they can't fight back because they are strapped down to a board at 17 different points across their body, what will they say to stop drowning? Anything. <laughs> Anything at all. <laughs> mm hmm. Mm hmm. If you start waterboarding me, I will tell you anything that you want to hear. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's, oh shit. I lost my train of thought there. Uh, <laughs> Derailed. Yeah. Oh, completely. It's, it's, it's how we work around here. Yeah. I, I completely am tracked. But, you know, <laughs> and, and at the end of the day, we have all these. Uh, no, Bridge, I don't know if you ever heard where that came from. Uh, when I started using it, I was watching a lot of news reports, and every just about every day, I was hearing about an Amtrak train derailment. Yeah, derailing. <laughs> yeah, I I figured as much. Kind of like where we got the um, saying "going postal." Do they still run on oh, diesel? I think so. Most of them do still. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I know. You know, it's 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 America. What do we care? Yeah. yeah but, uh, fuck you. you know what going means, right? Mm. I was singing a song. What, what's that, sorry, Bridge? And I was asking uh, Joseph if he understands what going postal means. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't, yeah, um, I haven't visited a post office in a while. Well, I mean, that whole, whole thing started, you know, because of all the mass shootings of post offices. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, right, right there, it, 
you know, people should have taken notice about the whole minimum wage thing at that point. I think somebody was trying to tell people something, you know, <laughs> maybe. But the thing that we were, uh, the thing that we're dealing with, though, uh, to to again, pulling back, mm-hmm. is the the feeling of a threat. And I think this is one of the things that we've we've kind of pulling together various different previous episodes that there are so many people who feel like the threat of the threat of impacting their pride yeah impacts their their feeling of self-worth their illusion of their self their Mm -hmm. concept of self yeah so as soon as somebody has the oh god i can't believe i'm gonna say this wow okay fair warning um i'm probably gonna piss off some people by saying it this way but i can't think of any other way of getting it out there clear clearly enough when people suddenly have a feeling of having been cuckled in their personhood in their stature their self stature i should say whether it's real or imagined and let's face it a feeling is always imagined yes i know feelings are real but they're they're why they happen can be completely nebulous and stupid because let's face it if somebody says you know get good scrub you know that's not the same as uh, if you if you follow that down far enough it's actually self doubt because sure. if you knew um if you quote unquote knew yourself um or you trusted your own faculties to 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 <clears throat> come out ahead in any given situation then then you wouldn't have any reflection of your own basically you're you're asking other people to quote unquote believe in you to see something that's not there when you're telling them to respect you isn't that isn't that kind of weird though the idea of you need to respect me that's not respect at all, is it? No. That is an entitlement of superiority, a feeling of entitlement of it, of yeah. superiority, which and is an illusion in itself. Well, it is, yeah. and it's quite often. Yeah. The first it, person you should doubt is somebody who comes at you with tones of authority. Yeah, and and there are a lot of it's people say you know, down. yeah, and uh, this is where a lot of. Um, you know, I, I I I tread on a minefield here, but if you look at um, some kinds of identity politics these days, respect me because I'm this or because I'm that. Like, no, how about I respect you? Okay, so identity how? politics. What? You know, it, it 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 respecting somebody like that it requires uh, you being a mind reader. For yeah, well, well, no, or then, them going around with a sign around their neck. Yeah, but the thing is, a lot of uh, a lot of identitarianism is on the rise, uh, at least in the West here, where it's like if you are, you know, of a certain ethnic background or a certain sexual orientation or a certain thing like that, that to the to them 
automatically means that they should be respected because they are part of this so-called class. They're contributing to designating that class. Yeah, but at the same time, they're, like I said, it's, it is a very deep dive into something I really don't want this show to start getting into. Otherwise, we're well, going to end up, we're going to end up screaming at each other. It's pretty simple at its base, but yeah, um, no, we're not going to scream at each other. Um, well, no. Oh, okay. So, but to okay. recognize it, it comes down to recognizing something as different, but who's designating something as different. Yeah. And where's this line being drawn and who's drawing it? Yeah. Usually the artist. Funny. Um, <clears throat> but like, for instance, well, okay. Let's, let's look at the, um, just kind of come up with another example. Let's look at the, uh, the upcoming election race that's going to be happening in the States here pretty soon. So okay. that's complicated. Uh, yes. You have a gift for understatement right about yeah. now, but this is what <laughs> we cover. How many yeah, people no, in the Democratic field now? 20? Or is it 21? Uh, you know what? I think it's, I, no, it's about to be 23. There's another guy just announced recently. I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah. It's, it's Joseph Cox. No, oh. I wish it. I wish it was because then it would be over. I know, a lot of people would be disappearing too. Um, yeah, anyways, nothing. I love Cox T-shirt. Oh, <laughs> you know that's yeah. Write that down, Shujin, for your guys' upcoming campaign. What's that? Uh, I love Cox for a T-shirt <laughs> for uh, for your election campaign. I already have it made. I. Uh, Joseph's got an old Cox cable shirt. <laughs> uh, I enjoy a good I piece of York, chicken every once in a while. I heart and then Cox. Yeah. Anyways, um, you know, I'm I'm just trying to figure out how do how do we put this all together with the surprise party? I mean, the see a, a silhouette of Joey jumping out of a, a birthday. Cake. I'm not liking this. Uh, you know, I'm not liking where this is going. A surprise Cox party. It, oh. Later. Later. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Ignore the little man by the. I. Oh, Bridget. I I, I was going to say that I think a lot of the issues that we have now are because how how can I put this? People are emotionally stunted. It seems like these days to. It has nothing to do with emotion. Their identity to what other people think of them. Yes. Okay. It's a survive by imitation society. No, no. They're defining themselves by others, and that's exactly. That's it, and that's what we do as children until a certain age, where we're expected to switch over to critical thought or self sustenance, or as Susan was saying earlier, self responsibility. Okay. Well, have always been property. Sorry, Shijin. As far as like, yeah, women have always been defined as someone's mother or someone's daughter, someone's wife, not a person in their own right. Okay. Well, that's because of society as well. That's well, yeah. It's the model they say. It's a statute quo, and and it has no reason to be actually. Since I blame Trump. Thousands of years. But it's a, it's a funny about the survive by imitation society. It perpetuates itself and it automatically excludes anybody who's not following that model. Okay. Sorry, Shujin. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So the important piece that, that I got you from over there was 
how you were saying that we go from infants and the the instinctive models that we've got to work with moving on and getting older and learning to get to whatever that point was where we should be very large letters here yes i'm using caps lock for this one and and quotation marks and italics and and bold and underlined and i was gonna say strike through but supposed to switch over to critical thinking that's the big that's the big important word supposed but, to before we get there, I just want to make a slight clarification. Okay. What, what I'm calling critical thinking, it's actually um, self-sufficiency. It's like autonomous thought, autonomous survival. Autonomous no, no, survival. no, 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 because that's a secondary part. No, it's that's not. A second, that's a secondary it's effect. It's the principal part. No, it's, it's, it's the effect. How are you supposed to survive on your own if you don't know how to judge the value of anything for yourself? That's where the critical thinking is goes in. Without critical thinking, you cannot make a value judgment on what works, what doesn't work, what's good, They're what's bad. They're one and the same, actually. They're not. It's a secondary effect. Because well, how can you survive for yourself if you can't think for yourself? Because... Ask a starfish. <laughs> um, starfish. No, no, no. Uh, get that? Okay. I need brain bleach. Oh, I, wrong starfish. Tech. I I need I need the weapons grade stuff that's left over from techcomedy.com. I need the brain bleach. I know that you've got the key for it somewhere. What do you have against Patrick anyway? I uh, tech. <laughs> I got you covered, buddy. Shave. Explain it. SpongeBob. What, the brain bleach? <laughs> no. Why? 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 Oh, I'm starfish. cringing at the whole the starfish. Yeah. All right. So, uh, starfish. Most people think of it uh, as either a the sea creature or b a sphincter. Um, we see it uh, in IT as a way to slyly insult somebody because a starfish has a single orifice that uses both as a mouth and a butt. Uh, to take in and excrete. So basically, uh, users talking out through their ass. The uh, starfish, you can cut them in little pieces and they live. But technically, we're not allowed to kill our user base. And they're everywhere. <laughs> and on top of that, they have no centralized brain, brain. that can be noticed. Yeah. Okay, and but they, enough about Joel Osteen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so here, okay. you're not. It, Yes, and you know we'll 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 deal with that another time. The, the reason why I'm trying to say that survival is a secondary effect from critical thinking is that why do you call it secondary? Like I said, that that's that's what I'm trying to explain. Why I think that survival is a secondary effect from critical thinking. Everything we do, even scratching your nose, is for your own survival. Well, we can Mother call that comfort nowadays. Are you going to let me finish getting it out, or are you going to keep interrupting me? God damn. Yeah, he, he thinks he's in an, an award ceremony. He's going to let you finish. That's what she said. Is <laughs> that what I meant? This is really way okay, too much for me. Go, go ahead. Okay. Sorry. So the, the point is... 
scratching your nose, to use your example, it may be a survival item, but that doesn't need critical thought. It can be simply an instinctive reflex for, let's say, scratching out a bee sting. You don't need to know that you need to get bee stingers out of your body before they pump you full of venom, but you can instinctively know that that pain is associated with that buzzing and that your normal reaction is just to simply scratch because over successive generations, that works and you don't need to know what the what the mechanism is just that it's an instinctive reaction to what happens in that situation so far so good yeah maybe i should unpackage what i said a bit because i mean the survival instinct you know freud was cute uh, in you know proclaiming that our most basic instinct is reproduction but it's actually survival and like everything we do instinctively i underline that word is in it's to ensure our own survival like even scratching your nose there might be something on there or whatever we do this subconsciously but humans are basically computers with the ability to program themselves so if we bring that up to the higher level where we can analyze our own behavior before reprogramming it if we choose to um, then it becomes completely something else. The survival part of it. And we can also examine others and see where our survival fits in with the others <clears throat> we depend on. I'd like to uh, attend the Rad and Jad meetings uh, regarding the reprogramming of the brains. We've got some issues to discuss. As soon as the singularity hits, man, I'm right there with you. I welcome our robot overlords, man. I really do. Yeah, because they'll be uh, they'll be. Well, I was I was gonna say, you know, with the with the new USB three, uh, it doesn't matter which way you flip the connector around, you can you can get your IO jack any way you want these days. So uh, there you go. Keep that one. Uh, fine. So vote it's... for Cox. He'll fit no matter where you put him. Okay. Can I just now, make another ploosh or something? You guys are all over the place. Don't worry about it. it it's it kind of the way it's been working uh okay so my you know right now i don't believe that my my point is necessary material at this at the moment well it's still so, there it's just uh, all i did was propose another way of looking at it yeah which it, it now is kind of uh, again where i was going at this point is kind of moot so I'm willing to stipulate, and I will say, Stephanie, uh, don't worry. It, it's all good. Don't worry. Stephanie was yelling at you, by the way, to, to, to let me talk. So there you go. Now nobody likes you. How do you feel about that? Are you better? I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, but uh, but on, on the bright side, to kind of go along with it all, Stephanie didn't use caps lock. I no. know, I know, I know. I, I'm, 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 I'm no, low at the moment. Let me, no, let me. Uh, I would actually compliment her on the studious and proper use of the exclamation point, and did not add uh, an extra comma where there wasn't supposed to be one. Mm -hmm. So good. Just a yeah. quick heads up. Um, 
we are getting severe winds and my power's flickering. So if everything goes dark, you know what? Yeah. Fair enough. Are you on a UPS, by the way? Uh, my computer is, but I forgot to plug my monitor into it. So what's really funny is uh, you'll see a blank screen. You'll still be able to hear me, but I won't be able to see any of your ugly mugs. Mm, don't, don't worry. All you got to do is be able to hear. I'll have this ugly mug. Anyways, um, b before all of that started, <laughs> in fact, give me one second. Uh, I'll be right back. Yeah, one thing I wanted to unpack a little bit was again with the election coming up. Yes, you were going to. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do that. Sorry, well, no, that's fine. Uh, no, the the reason being, and I, I'll admit, I blew my stack a little bit last week about what's going on in the current political climate. I'm stepping back from that. For now, okay. I still hold my views on that, but no, it's you've got a lot of people clamoring for the leadership of the Democratic Party right now, or at least for who will become the person to go against President Trump in the upcoming election. You've got people who are, you've got women, you've got people of color, you've got uh, LGBT representation in the race. You, you've got a lot of that. And for some of them, they believe that that's all they need to gain enough respect and, and support to become that leader. And I will disagree with that because what should be more important in a race like that is what's your platform? What, what, what is it that you're going to do when you get that leadership? You can't just stand there with your hands on your hips going, I'm this, I'm that, therefore, blah. It doesn't work like that. What's your plan? You know, um, actually, Bridget, I was going to ask, uh, has Buttigieg released a platform yet? I don't think he has. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and what's... Uh, he really needs to do that or else it's over. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, no, uh, the reason I was going after that is because I know you really liked him and, and I do kind of like... I like the idea. He sounds like a very popular person, but my I just hope he can deliver the goods, which is yeah. what is your vision for the Democratic Party? What is your vision for America? That 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 is huge right now. Mm -hmm. um, I think what's his name Yang has come up with a platform. Uh, he's he's definitely going after the whole UBI thing, which oh boy, that that could be a subject for another show right there. Uh, just to be safe, UBI, Universal Basic Income. Thank you. Um, sounds like an idea. Could be some repercussions. And I, and I don't mean like, where are you going to get it from? Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm talking about. It's like, what would happen if you no longer had to work to live? What would you do? Just, I, I'm not looking for an answer. Just ponder that one. <laughs> well, you know, that that's actually a question I th wouldn't be have given a lot of thought. Really well, life. though. Um, but if you didn't have to work, I mean, it would be, you know, enough to live like, you know, people on welfare would live, you know, probably, but we're going to have to think about what to do in regards to that anyway, in the next, uh, I don't know, 10 to 20 years, 
as yep. things are becoming automated and you know, yep. service industry jobs is where our job growth has been, but those are being replaced by automation. Um, I, I agree. Um, so it, we're going to have to do something. Yeah. But maybe those people could go back to school. Maybe they could, you know, try to open very small businesses or work on art or, I mean, something. Or become self-important shit spewers on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe give them time to do some volunteer work if they've wanted to volunteer but haven't been able to because they work three jobs trying to. Well, my biggest uh, my biggest idea for something like that would be trades. Yeah. I mean, we need tradesmen. We need. You're, you're going to need, you need, need something to keep the infrastructure going. And yeah. trades trade work can be very lucrative. Oh, yeah. At any level, really. Well, well we've got a shortage of electricians and plumbers here. Yeah, it's it's dying out, so automatically uh, it's lucrative because it's very expensive. <clears throat> I mean, you well, know, you there's also a lot of work. work. Yeah, blacksmithing, for example. But what's really interesting is while blacksmithing is coming back due to like forged and fire and things like that. Um, a lot of people are missing or are, are not paying attention to different aspects of it. Everybody's watching the show going, oh, yeah, make knives, make swords, make, uh, you know, armors and horseshoes and such and have a nice day. <clears throat> but believe it or not, there's actually a branch where um, there are people who work in blacksmithing making devices that are so um, precise and so accurate that they're actually used as the die as the the fine tuning tools to create the devices that we use in our factories to make regular tools or even some of the pieces that are used and that are like right there's I, I saw something on the net recently because i've been watching a lot of that forge and fire and they were like showing some of the largest hammers and the size of the pieces of metal these guys were pounding were like the size of a house. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's definitely something to it, but um but, but getting back to my point is that a populist won the last election. Mm -hmm. His platform was keying into anger, keying into this, generating the emotional response it was required to get him the support he needed. Yeah. Sounds like a winning formula. Tell me, how's that White House looking for you right about now? You know, if you're going to go ahead and make another, you rebuilt it joke, so help me. No. I'm going to kick you. No. And he's probably going to get reelected. Be no, uh, because, because. Because people can't get their shit together. Thank you. Well, that's why. Because of all um, the infighting, because if Bernie doesn't win, then I'm going to vote for Trump or somebody else because screw you. Or, or Joe Biden's going around sniffing people's butts. If Joe Biden had the platform that could like resurrect America's global uh, reputation, <laughs> but you're going to, no, but you're going to keep him out of office because he's a little quirky. But what if he what what if he actually did have the best platform out of all of them there? But no, because this fringe far left group of wackaloons are saying no because he's offensive. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, yeah. you, you guys have to. You got to get back to facts over feels, guys. I know. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be Republicans 
no, strike that. It's going to be Trump and that trend for the next several years, unless unless the more rational heads prevail. And right now, there are uh, and, and there are minority, and there are a lot. Of, no, you're right. That's the, a big, the, big, big problem. Yeah, and the and the trouble is a lot of people who were considered themselves liberal or rather left leaning right now are just like, nope, forget it. It's even you know? worse, actually, because if this trend continues, um there there there's not even gonna be any option for the or even method or any way for the the, the critical thinking minority to uh to even get a word in edgewise, actually, right. let alone vote. So, you know, back to the middle, back to the medieval ages. Yeah, you may as well, you, you may as well have a king or a yeah. queen yeah. Yep. or a king who transitions to it, whatever, you know. Because somebody, who, uh, somebody who's not surviving autonomously <clears throat> or thinking for themselves, they need a leader, decider, provider, that in square quotes of course and and right now with people so desperate to to do any kind of survival because they don't have a job or they don't uh people or the job they have yeah or the jobs yeah they're running 100 miles an hour no just to survive they don't have time to think for themselves we're we're still in a labor-based economy and the people sapping the economy the one percent um mm -hmm. you know they're depending on people not being you know thinking for themselves but these people that they've sapped the economy so much that the populace <laughs> are beginning to feel it. But yeah. since they have no means of making value judgments for the self or no desire to or no ability, whatever call it whatever you want, they need somebody to blame. And that also is being provided by the people running things. Yeah. It's well, only somebody uh, else other than them. Yeah. If he when he's out of office whenever that may be he's subject to uh indictment so he's going to try to fight like hell not to be you know not to lose the election yeah. and he will use the government to keep himself in power if he has to trump is not a critical thinker he's he's, no, he's, he's not he's a sheepdog but that he's he's, got he's the, the government at his disposal he thinks it's there to serve him and he's already that's what's scary oppositional research against you know some of the democratic candidates yeah, and, see, out already. Yeah, and there are less and less critical thinkers in the government yeah and this is yeah. what happens when you elect the wrong this is what happens when you elect somebody into office who got there via some kind of emotional response this is okay. instead of a platform and he doesn't play by the rules and he doesn't think that he has to okay to that end by the way to that end yes you do end up with exactly the kind of problem. And by the way, I know full well that we've completely gone way out away from where my original <laughs> plan was. For the show. So, however, 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 we're in all however, for the last uh, for the last fifteen ish minutes that we got, yeah, we can kind of tackle a little bit of this because there is something to this. There, Part of this is something that ended up uh, popping up at Secular Sunday at Center for Inquiry that I went to in Buffalo uh, last weekend, I believe it was what it was, um, which was about the, uh, the post-industrial uh, economy. I'll, I'll handle that in a second. But what was being said about the, the elections and such 
there are a number of rulings that have just come out over the last week or two where congressional districts have been ruled illegal for gerrymandering to incredible extents. So those are going back to the drawing board to be done better. I won't say right, but better. Now, why is this going to be important? Because there are a number of states here where the population is, let's say, um, 70% Democratic, 30% Republican, but yet the representation is flipped exactly in the opposite percentage-wise. So you kind of wonder, somebody not playing by the rules, or they have been, but they've got their thumbs on the scale, which you can well imagine over a long period of time, that tends to influence how things are. To that end also, there are states that are finally coming down in their election boards who are saying, yeah, you know what? Uh, you want to you wanna be on the docket for, uh, for uh, president? Yeah, if you haven't released your tax returns for five years, you're not on the ballot here in our state. And that includes New York and California, two of the biggest states as far as to needing the numbers in order to be elected president. So, yeah, you want to go ahead and you want to skirt around the rules that we've kind of laid out for ourselves, the responsibility part. Remember that from earlier? Thank you. It's coming around where it's finally like, okay, you don't want to be responsible? We'll make you be responsible. So these pieces, yeah, they're now that these pieces are no longer being accepted rules, they're being codified rules. Because if you don't want to play by the rules because we've agreed on them, fine, we'll make you because they are going to be there. There's going to be repercussions if you don't finally which is great now the other part universal basic income what will people do when they no longer have the the absolute need to work that they can have housing and food and medical because remember you know universal universal health care that would be a wonderful thing for a number of reasons. And forgive me, my eye is playing games with me again. Well, I, I asked somebody about this in, in the group, and they kind of agreed. If you want to get an idea for what a world with universal health care and a not needing, because, you know, the difference between life and death, f- to have money per se, what would people do? Look to Star Trek The Next Generation. What do people do? They do what they have a drive to do that they are good at that gives them personal satisfaction. And this is where my cynicism comes in. Oh, I understand that. But I don't totally know exactly that. where I'm going with this. Sure. What, what gives you personal satisfaction? Actually, why? Whatever my cutie mark says, okay? <laughs> so you're, you're a slave to your own subconscious? 
hold 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 that thought hold that thought hold that thought mm. there there is an old joke and it may be in bad taste but please forgive me the joke is please do. you you can't rape the willing it's an old joke from the bdsm community where you can have you can be down and dirty and nasty you can you can leave bruises and cuts and and impale people with syringes and such i know there's some people right now that are going ah why would it no kink shaming here the, do, the I, point, do i really have to talk about the guy the two by four the hammer and the nails guy dude we're we're not even going to talk about the uh the guy that was flogging his sub with no shit a refrigerator door with that in mind and with that out of the equation for a second can you actually say joseph it, it, can you actually say that if someone wanted to do a job uh, especially something that was a, a person something that was personally fulfilling that they were good at that they enjoyed doing that they were filling a niche role let's say in crafting something whether it could be it could be it could be writing lyrics for people for remixing songs for doing artwork whatever whatever it is but could you say that somebody was being enslaved by their own by their own wants and abilities to produce i simply said that because you should be able to answer why you get self-fulfillment from this be because you do i mean uh, we did why 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 does it have to be any any more complex than i enjoy this okay um well, for example you're talking about a niche like that um, you get enjoyment because basically everything we do we get reward our, our brains give us reward for whatever we do like if we do we accomplish something that's actually good for our or somebody else's survival we get a reward in it it's satisfying that's where the satisfaction comes from no so if you're, no if you're doing something, no I, no 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 we have to stop you right there how many people are in jobs that they had nothing to do with in their school upbringing and the only reason they're in the job is because it survive they they get enough money to survive and pay back their school loans until they can get a better job or a different job or I'm talking about maybe. satisfaction. What are you talking about? I'm talking exactly about the same thing. There are people who come out of colleges who have the drive for math. They want to do something in theoretical math, uh, math which is is a, a tough business. Uh, the only thing I was addressing was um, why do we get satisfaction out of doing certain things? That's it. And you're talking about doing something that doesn't give us satisfaction. That's a step after, and that's a that's that that happens all the time, of course. But yeah. why aren't we satisfied with that? That's actually yeah. one of the same actually, question. actually, Stephanie put a put an interesting thing in the chat. Uh, Finland tried UBI in a small way. Now it improved people's well-being, but not the unemployment rate. Uh, many of the things people were doing was not considered conventional employment, and this is this is kind of what I'm getting at is okay so what do you do if 
okay, for me, if I didn't have to work because I knew my needs were going to be met, I knew that there would always be money in my account. I could go get the groceries I needed. Uh, my car would always have gas in it because of this. If I had no other incentive to get up and go to work, what would I do? Now, idealistically, I'd say, well, you know, I would, I could finish that book I'm working, I've been working on for so long. I could start podcasting again. The truth, I'd probably for the first year or two sit on my ass and do nothing but play video games until my eyes like leaked out of my head. And the problem that comes from that is, okay, I used to... I used to be a guy who fixed fixed roads. I was good at it, but now I'm not getting paid for it anymore. Do I really have a passion for fixing roads? Well, no. Do I have a passion for plumbing? Well, not really. Do I, you know. You don't see the need. It's no, well, it's no need for you. Exactly. You feel needed. That's the reward. That's exactly it. That, that's part of it. Like you feel like you are uh, providing a service, but at the same time, a nice paycheck on top of that service is a pretty good incentive. Even more reward. You know, that that's why you have competing like construction firms. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, I'm doing a great thing here building houses for people, but I'm only making so much money an hour, whereas I can go over there, do the same thing, but I can make more money per hour. So I'm doing better over there. But if that goes out of the equation, well, why should I work for any one of you I don't need you as an employer. Therefore, I'm not going to work for you. You see that that's the thing. Like cutting I up did, the middleman is going to do a lot for our economy yeah. for starters. Like I, I do my job because I have to, because I need some I need money to survive. The fact that I was able to find a job that I enjoy was is secondary. You know, I've I've worked in places where I I hated it. But at the end of the day, that paycheck was what I needed. So I had to put up with it. If I no longer had to put up with anything and had a guaranteed amount of money coming into my bank account every, every two weeks or every month, you know, I, I'm not personally, I'm not going to feel the incentive to really go out there and so-called help my fellow man. Now that's me. There are probably other people out there who may still feel that they want to serve people in some way. But I think with a lack, that lack of incentive, I, I think. Um, but the, I think if you put yourself really in that position as a, as a thought experiment, um, you're not surviving by your own means when you're in that position. Where's this sustenance coming from? And how do you make yourself not a slave to it? Um, I mean, basically, if you're getting a, basic income every month you're not working mm -hmm. for it where's it where's it coming from who's well, working for it exactly of what and yeah i would have uh, difficulty sleeping at night in that kind of situation yeah and, and that that becomes part of the tangled web that okay where does it come from and people say well just tax the rich well we've seen how well that's worked um it, it actually hasn't because not because we haven't tried it's because we haven't there's politicians it. that won't allow it to happen yeah, we have so many rich people going. No, look, please increase my taxes. Stop giving me tax breaks. I don't need more tax breaks. Take my money, <laughs> and Stop the government's going. No, we don't want to take your money because if we take your money, then we have to take our own money. Yeah, there's there's something to be said for the idea of um, who's paying for it, 
And I think part of the answer, because because it's not just it's not just an answer of the top one percent, uh, because I don't believe it's as simple as a tax bracket. I think part of the answer, and again, is a small part, is we all have through time, through having invested into the economy, we've paid in collectively into trying to make things better for us all over time. And when it gets to a tipping point of there is enough to go around and it's arguable that there are enough resources for food and lodging and medical that we could theoretically, you know, collect if, if the world were to pool its resources and transfer to the areas of need from areas of excess, could we not bring in a certain age where there is fulfillment enough for everyone to be able to live to a a certain level without yeah. having people literally laying down but even that pic fuck i can't the picture of the child in Africa who is emaciated and head forward down on the ground and a vulture simply waiting for it to die. We don't need to live in a world where that happens. But religion, tribalism, politics, and people who have wealth and influence on other people Great. are what's stopping it. And it's just, um, mm -hmm. it's a mix of two things because it's basically people not thinking when you have a populace who's being exploited, a populace that does not think beyond its own comfort bubble. And that's why things like this in Africa happen. And then you've got the, the 1% of the people who depend on the manipulation of the the greater population um you have them accumulating wealth from as many points as possible and they're basically just what are they doing with the wealth they're just it just disappears from the economy as far as i'm concerned but mm -hmm. it's, it's basically it's people not thinking beyond their own comfort bubble because actually the lower populace, the the, the non-critical thinking populace, or whatever you want to call them, the, the masses, and the 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 people manipulating them, they're both are just operating in their own self-interest. Stephan, yeah, and and Stephanie's got two pieces. Uh, first, taxing the rich worked very well in the '60s. Uh, I would argue even going back to the '30s. At one point, the top uh, the top tax brackets were upwards of, if I remember right, ninety mm -hmm. at one point. But we're talking about you know a graduated scale to the tops. Yeah. So you know if 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 you didn't have that money because you were spending it, well you know it it, it helped at least in business. Uh, entertainers I know for well in the 30s and the 40s, um, they they got hit 
when they hit those top numbers. And yes, that helped. And let's not forget, you know, the 50s and the 60s, well, we funded a space race, the technological marvel of which man has not surpassed yet. Because well, let's face it. Funded the interstate system too. Yep. And infrastructure and all of that. Uh, also had said, we need to get our thinking out of the 19th century and look at today. Conventional employment is not enough to ensure a fair or pleasant society. And part of the problem with that is it's going to be when that finally happens, when that switch finally happens, it's going to be an incredibly fast one. It will be an incredibly dynamically fast one. And that's where part of the problem is because we're going to be slamming a left turn where previously it had been a gentle curve. And that's the big problem right now. We that's can... The market has to follow. Like, for example, the real estate bubble is going to implode. I mean... Uh, again. Again. Yeah. I mean, this is, the, the economy is basically... It's teetering on on so many different so many different precipices. There's so much down package there. Yeah. Oh my God. Isn't that the case? And and damn it, we're getting you know we're top of the hour and we gotta man. You know we're you want to talk about us going down rabbit holes? Down every rabbit hole is another zip file just waiting for us to go ahead and unpack it. <laughs> so, so well, you, you, you decode, you, you encode. Some people okay, you know what, though? Let me try to roll this one back because I know you try to string it all together. I try. Okay, my point was a lot of people and a lot of politicians these days are using social media as a way of they say it's a way to communicate with their base or with their their supporters. Manipulation. Shh, let them talk. You'll get your chance. Just give them. But part of it, too, is because of that, I think a lot of them have a inflated sense of self where they, where they can go out and just be nothing more than an identity. And figure that that's enough for me because, because Jib Jab 321 and their followers, they think like I do, therefore that should get me enough votes to become the leader of the DNC and therefore get me on to president. Where, uh, and so they, yeah, I don't have to think of a platform because I'm, and I hate the term to do this with, I'm internet famous. And that is really where it comes from, is you're, you're looking for that internet fame. You're looking for dim clicks, dim likes, because that is how you validate yourself as a person or as, as an identity. And that's wrong, especially when you're looking to become, when you're, when you're going for the position where the lives of 300 million fellow human beings will quite literally be in the palm of your hand. I'm sorry. I want something more than how good you are on Facebook before I'm going to cast a vote for you. That's just me. You know, I, I'd like a little more substance. Fair enough. Joseph, told you you get your opportunity. Go ahead. Since we're going to be wrapping up. 
Yeah, well, uh, he said it all just fine. Uh, <laughs> nothing to add. Damn, um, that was easy. All right. I, was say, I, yeah, I go but, through all of that and then. I mean, this, we could follow other rabbit holes. Like, um, No, know, we don't uh, have time enough. I don't have consciousness. <laughs> so, like, why do, why do people depend on, like, how can, why can people be manipulated in that way? I mean, there's so many questions there. But, um, yeah, for another show. Fair. Tech? A last item? Cinco de Mayo. Okay, I was uh, I was actually thinking he was going to give me the uh, the codes into the uh, brain bleach vault, but okay, sure, yeah, that's fine. Nothing else really. Five two zero. That's all well and good, but I don't have an address do yet. You so take your finger on the eight and you swipe down on the number pad. You know. <laughs> speaking, okay. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it, Bridget. I, Screw Mike Pence, and I just said that in all caps. <laughs> okay, that's fine. It it, it would have been, it, I, I. The the presentation could have been that little extra if you just gone <clears> like, <throat> "Screw Mike Pence" in all caps. <laughs> well, I could, I, couldn't, I couldn't yell because, um, like, there's people sleeping. <laughs> That Dude, ASR, uh, no. um, uh, angry thoughts in ASR format. There's a new show, folks. No. <laughs> oh, I do have something to plug. Go, go, go have a look at Wikipedia and uh, this state atheism article and actually other um, atheism related articles because they seem to have become uh, attack pieces and the evangelists are really, really at it. Okay. There. I'll I'll look I'll look that up and I will I will see about uh, adding that to the to the notes in a little bit. Let me uh, let me make this let me make this kind of a, a a twofer because there was a question earlier about uh let me let me let me find it over here. It was Trippin who had said it earlier. Almost an hour ago, as a matter of fact. What happened to the training of the police force? Remember I was saying earlier that local constabulatory, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the long term while I still got consciousness for it, uh, will go ahead and get themselves all riled up when people will say things at them that are derogatory of the position that they hold as a peace officer. And one would think that they would be a peace officer, at least the, the term as it used to be known. The problem is here in the U.S., although I can't speak for any other locations, and I'm speaking as a generality, and we know how much I love using generalities, it has become far less about knowing the law and more about enforcing compliance. And this is the reason why I was saying earlier, I don't want the military training the police. I want the military to train the special weapons and tactics groups because they're the ones who have to deal with that. But the by and large 
force, the constabulatory, the peace officers, they seem to be, and I can't, I've, I've not been through training, but what I end up seeing a lot of is bully tactics, forcing compliance, duplicity, lying, trying to use whatever trickery is available to them legally, which includes lying, which includes lying legally, to gain compliance with whatever it is that they want people to do, whether it's to give up their information, give up their identification. Yes, I'm thinking of the whole papers, please, which is not too far from the truth. You want to film the police? You're legally allowed to do that here in the United States, so long as you are a certain distance away, in order to make sure that they know full well that you are not a threat and you are safely away from them. Why are you filming us? Because I'm allowed to. Are you part of the press? Does it matter? Well, why are you filming us? Because I'm legally allowed to. Do you have some kind of a law degree? Does that matter? Give me your ID. Why? I want to know who I'm talking to. I don't need to give you my ID. Well, why do you need my ID? So I know if you're a threat or not. How is my deed going to tell you if I'm a threat or not? Well, are you going to give me your ID? Do I need to legally give it to you? Yes, you do. Under what situation? If I'm legally detaining you, are you legally detaining me? Yes, because I'm investigating the possibility of a crime. Why do you think that I have committed a crime? In this day and age, and there it is. It's all a matter of legal trickery. It's all a matter of forced compliance. What has it got to do with this whole damn thing? Because the louder you yell, the more people get intimidated because they don't want to be in conflict. We don't, generally speaking, want to be in a fight. And a verbal conflict can still elicit the same fight or flight response. And if you are told you're not allowed to flee, you then have the option of either fighting, if you know how, or complying because of threat. That's the problem. That's what this whole thing is about. If you get yelled at online, yeah, it's just text on a screen. It's just recycled photons. And by the way, congratulations on using, you know, environmentally friendly photon reusage. You know, good on you. 60 times a second, in my case. Thank you. But the threat is still there. The assertion that you should respect my authority. What is that really getting you? Online, it doesn't. Or at least it shouldn't. Because when all is said and done, all I need to do if I really don't want to be part and parcel of this whole damn thing is take my little piece of paper over here and turn you all off. You can do that with everybody else too. 
as always, everybody, thank you very much for being part of this tonight. Hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and got something to think about now for the rest of well, however long it's going to be until the next time we get together. Hopefully next week. So let me thank everybody for being with us tonight. Of course, over in the live chat, uh, Stephanie, Trippin, guys, thank you. Uh, I didn't see uh, who else was over in there earlier. Uh, I think there was uh, Sora was yeah. over there also. I I didn't see you chiming in recently, so I, I, if you're there, great, thank you. If not, uh, thank you for being there for part of the time. Appreciate it. Tech, I know that you were in there, so you know what? This time I'm not going to thank you. This time, so screw yep, you. Not. Welcome. Yep. So, thank you, everybody. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. Fine. Since we're going in this order at this point, Tech, thank you very much for your time. You have yourself a good morning. You too. You enjoy your uh, your enjoy your mojito inspired um, bath tomorrow. I'm sure is what it's going to be. You're you gonna you gonna. No, I don't do in. stuff like that. I I don't go out and drink heavily or anything like that. I I will probably. Uh, I might go to Moe's, though. Uh, they have decent tacos. Fair enough. You still have yourself a great time. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Okay. Joseph, thank you very much, as always. I, I hope that uh, I hope I hope that I haven't upset you at all, because you know you and me this week. It wasn't it wasn't you and you and Dell this week. It was you and me, really. How, how, <laughs> like, how, how would you upset me? No, it's just, I just, just checking. Just want to make sure, partly for Stephanie, part, but partly because you know, I. Ah, it's my own. So you know, sometimes I uh, don't express myself very clearly. So. Well, it. You know, it's 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 early, and and you're, the frog. So. Yeah, so. Well, I'm just good now, actually. After a pot of coffee. Oh, can we start the show I mean, again? Maybe. Yes, yes, we can. <laughs> but it's going to be delayed for about six days. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Give uh, yourself, yourself a good morning. Seriously, you, thank you very much, as always. You too, sir. Take care. No worries. Bridget, you <laughs> made it to the end and you didn't wake up the uh you didn't wake up the critters, did you? No. No. Well, lucky you. I did well. <laughs> so if anybody wants to find me, you can find me on Facebook. Bridget Bitch, go ahead and send me a friend request and I'll friend you back. Um or you can find me on my blog at bridgetfitch2112.wordpress.com. Yep. Thank you, guys. Oh, uh, to kind of go along with that, by the way, if anybody ends up trying to do that with uh, with any of us, uh, please remember to kind of uh, make sure that you send us a message somewhere or other, maybe commenting on one of the videos or something, or you know, being over on the uh, uh, the Holy Crap Facebook page, because I, I've seen a couple of friend requests come through for me, Mm -hmm. And they're people that I don't necessarily know and don't have any mutual friends with, and I don't know where I know them from, so I just disregard the requests. Yeah, so, I don't have any mutual friends with them, I disregard those, but that doesn't seem to be a big problem with me. Yeah, no, I just want to make sure that folks understand that, you know, if, if, if you send one and we don't have any mutuals of any kind, eh, you need to let us know why you're, you're doing so just yeah. make sure, but still. You have yourself a good morning, and and hopefully no snow for you this week. No, it's just going to be lots and lots and lots of rain, yeah, and we've already got flooding, so that's what we need is more rain. Oh, of course, joy. And good and luck. I'll get to exercise my elite spotter skills on Thursday because it's supposed to be rough weather. Good luck on that. Yeah. Okay. Dallin, 
as always. <laughs> it was uh it's been fun the last couple of nights, hasn't it? Uh yeah. Uh it seems the more more of a temper I get, the uh the better <laughs> the better these shows can get. <laughs> Well, between the two, you know, we, we keep reminding everybody, Dallin and I, you know, we, we basically work two shows back to back with each other. So, you know, last night we had a little bit of fun tonight. I think we did pretty well for ourselves. I think so. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's, I'm getting older, I'm getting more cynical or I'm just getting grouchier in my older age, but, uh, I don't know, but, um, definitely, uh, definitely trying to turn the filters down a little bit, but. Anyways, I've been a good influence on him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Careful what you wish for. That's all I'm going to say to that. <laughs> uh, of course, I'm the curator of the audio version of this show, which you can uh, download as a podcast over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. Uh, for myself, if I've got some uh, things I want to throw it into the ether there, you can catch me over at inthewind.yo5.ca. Thanks, man. Anytime. Appreciate it. So, uh, by the way, uh, I, I forgot to ask you, you kind of changed the, uh, the closing on the podcast version. Did, did you get the right name of the, of the, of the song? Yeah. It's called twisted by Kevin McLeod. Oh, I, okay. Well, I... you sent you sent me the audio file. No, back. no, no, no I did. It, yeah. It's actually embedded in the MP3 tag info in the meta. Oh. And then to verify, I went to incompetech.com, tried it. Like I found it, tried it. Yep, that's the one. Oh, okay. See, it's learn something new today. So, anyway, everybody, of course, as always, thank you very much. As mentioned, take a swing over to uh, holycrapthevlogcast.com for all of our contact information. And uh, phone number, if you want to leave a voicemail message, is 859 uh, HCTV554. 859-428-8554 and for those that want to go ahead and donate a couple of dollars feel free over at patreon.com slash hctv because it's it's far and away easier to do that one we'll be looking forward to seeing you like i said next week uh we've got a we we will have a weird night coming up later this month we'll tell you as we get a little bit closer to that that's going to be entertaining but uh, as always uh Thanks for being with us. You take care of yourselves. We'll see you soon. Till that next time, as course, as always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And my lady, it's 14 years almost. I am still in love. Matene Fujin. I love you and I miss you. Dream of me. Till the next time we get together, everyone, as always. Good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening. <laughs>